Hey guys, welcome to the End with Leaders podcast. I'm your host Darren, and in the coming weeks, I'll be interviewing each of my MCVPs for you to get to know them not just as a leader, but really as a person. Thanks so much for tuning in, and please enjoy. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of End with Leaders. So today we have very, very special guest, very special, Miss Hilda Yang. Hi, Hilda. Hi. Okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, so recently, as you know, uh, as we all know, you have your like finally, you have a lover in Isaac, right? Question mark. So everyone knows who he is. He's uh, the LCP of HKU Roy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I love everyone. No. Okay. So tell us, why do you love Andrew so much? Because let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's just be honest. It's okay. It's a genuine safe space here. <laughs> it's a safe space. No one is listening. It's okay. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's just me and you. <laughs> no one is listening. <laughs> Can you share? Like, why do you love Andrew so much? Hey, I love all my people. No, no, no. No, okay. No. Okay. Like, for real. I love all my people. Okay. And among the people, one of them is Andrew. Yeah, he's my MC manager. And? And when 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 did he when did you guys start develop this relationship? Hey everyone, remember just like trust the words by the um, how do you call that? Uh, by the people who uh, who is in the in the ship. In the matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, so just don't listen to any rumors. Okay? Just remember, I'm a very loving MCVP, loving all my people in my yeah. team. I guess the keyword is she's loving, and that's why Andrew loves her. Is that correct? I guess everyone in my team loves me as well, yeah. right? Yeah, including Andrew. Okay, anyways. Including, including all my MC teammates, including except this asshole host as well. Except Darren Fong. By the way, his name is now Asshole Fall. Yeah, and Hilda's nickname is Hub. No, <laughs> it's Hubspot Yam. Okay. Anyways, okay. So we'll move on to the first part. Okay, let's play a true, true or false game. Okay, because uh, having been in Isaac for so many years with you, uh, I've heard quite a few different like descriptions of who Hilda Yam is. Including me, myself, the first time I met you, I have some impressions of who you are. So let's help everyone here by some true or false questions so that they can get to know you better. Okay, so the first one. So people who first know about you would think you are scary. You're scary. True or false? I think true. I, I mean, my first impression giving to people is always scary, and I'm used to it already. Why do you think it's that? Because of my face, maybe, when I'm not smiling. But, like, uh, after getting into university, I just get used to it. I, and I realize it's not a problem. Because when people know me, they will know that I'm not that scary. So it's just your face? Yep. It's Nothing just a resting bitch face. Yeah, finally. Uh, okay, so, number two. 
Apparently, a lot of people think you go to the gym a lot. Only like, Darren does, actually. <laughs> do you go to the gym a lot? I wish I can go there a lot. But do you work out? Do you do sports? Yeah, I used to play basketball. Like yeah. people think it's a joke. Uh, right why? now, I'm why, not. Why, why, why do people? Because I, I'm tiny. I'm not that. You're not built for. I'm not having that body shape of a typical basketball player. Hmm. Uh, yeah, right now I go to work out. I think uh, once to twice a week, and I wish I can go more. Maybe after MC come. Okay. Yeah. But are you tired though? Like after work, and then you still have to go to the gym. Do you want to not go sometimes? I think it's okay for me. It's just a stress relieving way. Okay. Third one, which is the most. Because you don't have to use your brain when when you work out, right? But you need to use your body, and you're tired, right? Oh, I think like, the like brain the, is when, the most when, tiring. No, no, when you part. work out, it's tough, and you need to persist, right? Oh, I think it's different. It's different from like work. You, your your brain needs to tell you you need to persist. Okay. But some people already want to give up after work. Want to go back home and sleep. That's why so many people become fat. Like Darren. Yeah. By the way, I'm on a thirty day, uh, what do you call weight loss. Yeah. You know what? No one cares. No. Since everyone is listening, I'm sure a lot of you, uh, please hold me accountable. So I'm going on a 30-day weight loss program. So from now on, every day I'm eating just chicken breast and vegetables for dinner. Yes. Including tonight. I just told my auntie already. Okay. You know what? No one wants to know. Shut up. Okay. Uh, third one, which is the most common one. People think you are a workaholic. I'm a workaholic. Okay, workaholic, 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 workaholic. What, whatever. Are you a person who's crazy about work? Do you have other life? <laughs> <laughs> I think I am a workaholic, but um, after being MC, I I get to know more about myself and then I know how to arrange time to get out of work and I really need rest time maybe after after day t- after work time and then I need rest during weekends so you mean in, like in the past you don't really need this kind of rest I need that as well so yeah. so there's nothing new right like there's nothing about this time that made you realize further the importance of resting is mm, I think because in MC you have regular work time so it's better for me to really grab some self care time to grab mm-hmm. uh, to know I okay I have to get off work okay and what do you do to rest gym uh, is gym even considered resting maybe not so what do you do to rest? Um, I just chill at home. Oh, really? And maybe hang out with friends. Okay. Yeah, and watch movies. Netflix? Yeah. What are you re- watching recently? Recently, nothing. But I watch uh, The Destiny the Survivor. It's good. Destiny the Survivor. It's recommended oh, by Darren. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Everyone watch Destiny the Survivor. I've watched quite a lot of dec- <coughs> documentaries recently. Because I'm not having the time to open a new drama. Yeah. 
that's too too yeah. much of a commitment. Yeah, because if you open a drama, you want to watch it all the way, and it's very time consuming. I'll do that after my MC time. Yep, exactly. Yep, first August, first thing yeah, to do. Yeah, let open us Netflix. know. Let us know if you have any recommendations. Yes. Okay. Uh, moving on to next part. Since this podcast is about knowing you guys, not just as a leader, but more about you as a person, who is Yuda Yan. Uh, can you tell us some of your past before Isaac? So I guess maybe an experience in high school that really shaped you. Um, I was a cast member in my school drama production for four years, uh, which shaped me a lot. Like a substantial part of me was shaped there, and then I was uh, um, executive member in the student council. Uh, in my phone five year. So yeah. those two experiences shaped you a lot. Yep. How 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 you said the cast being a cast member thing shaped you substantially. Mm. How? Cause back then I was not a very confident person. I don't, I didn't like smiling, and like being on stage trained me a lot on being confident and like really striving for excellence on stage. And back then, I also learned role modeling from my seniors because they were very dedicated professional actors. Um, like I learned role modeling and learned everything from them. I was like a sponge when I was in Finland. So, um, and then, because a lot of my seniors uh, left the production when I was in Form 2. So when I was in Form 2, I'm, I was already counted as senior to mm. some people. So um, yeah, that place was my home and then I learned a lot from all the people there. Okay. What about the student council experience? That experience was intense because I was the team organizing the anniversary for my school, the 115th anniversary. Wow, yeah. 115? Yeah, 15. And then it was a good a team experience, like for having around 10 people striving for one goal. And then we were also mediator of different parties. And I know more about like crisis management, conflict solving, um, and also being the representation of the school, being the representation of um, students in my form. And maybe like, I learned how to strike balance between different authorities, like know how to solve their conflicts. Mm. Yeah. So the two most common words you used was crisis and conflict just now. Mm -hmm. Can you share with us maybe one conflict that you had to deal with that really... I once have to deal with two of my vice principals arguing with each other. They don't, <laughs> they didn't like each other. And then... They're arguing about how to organize the event. Yeah, yeah, maybe one project. And then I have to discuss with them. Okay, so we have to have output. But then they were arguing in front of me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I have to be the one settling the dispute. And then try to point out some common interests and then settle things. And, uh, you did and then you also have to bargain to the teachers. Okay, so students want this, and then maybe the teachers didn't understand 
the rationale. So you have to explain the plan and make everything work. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about crisis? Mm. There was a major crisis. Crisis. There were a lot of crisis, but then I don't really remember the details. So it's already. like overall the experience. Yeah, There's yeah. more options here and there. Yeah. Have to manage that. Mm. So. Looking back now, what does that organizing experience mean to you? It's not just organizing experience, it's just part of my uh, steering council journey. Okay. But, but I learned more about leadership, but then back then we don't have that structured leadership model. So I just put every learning here and there and then that's why when I start my Isaac journey is not my first leadership experience. Mm. And then Isaac models help me to consolidate what I have experienced and what should I further uh, explore and should further enhance myself. Mm. And I also know you are in a union for you are union it's for young uh, leaders. Hong Kong Union for Young Leaders. Yeah, Hong Kong Union for Young Leaders, right? You spent quite a lot of time there. Yeah, I spent two years there. And you spent a lot of time in Poly U. Yeah. Because of yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of like every day after school, you would go there. Like to nearly eat. every day. What a rebellious kid. Yep. Not going home. Anyways, like what what do you do in HKUIL? Um. So Can maybe tell us more about what is HKUIL. In the first year, I was a camper, so uh, we follow the leadership of the committee and then there were three events every year so the first one it's kind of a MUN thing so we gather together to talk about different issues and you represent different countries the second project is uh, is a leadership camp seminar they call so it's about being in a team and experiencing a camp together and then the third project is after experiencing the second camp and then you have to create one for the newcomers. Okay. Yeah, so the second year... Uh, so that's the first year? Yeah, that's the first year, so I'm a delegate. And then in the third project, I was the programming director. So I have to coordinate a big team and then to set up programs for the camp. And then the second year, um, so I was the organizing committee of the first two projects with my team. Okay. Yeah, to provide... So you get to choose progress. Yeah. Okay. Why, why do you decide to stay for another year? Is that the case? Like, you, the people get to choose whether they want to yeah, stay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why, why do you stay for another year? Because... You know when you got something from a place, you also want to contribute back. And then... The first year experience was a good experience for me. And then... I have a lot of close friends from there. Mm. So the second year, I, even though I went for steering council, I still stay as a subcommittee for organizing the same remarkable experience for the newcomers. Mm. So you stay to organize those two events? Because there are three events, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you organize the first mm. two. And I think some of my coaching skills and my first first few experience of really coaching and having like to solve team conflicts, I learned from there. It's not in a structured way, but then when you look back, you know that's where you started to learn these stuff. Mm. 
and did that experience shape you a lot? Quite. I would say it's a part of me. Okay. Yeah. In what sense? In dealing with different people, or uh, knowing how to manage your own time. Because I slept uh, so less when I was in Form 5. I slept three to four hours every night. Because of student council and of student council, UIL, and then for academic work. I, I, I was also a student. I have oh, to really? study. Oh, yeah, right, I forgot. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I think like when I entered Isaac, I figured out every... I connect all the dots by the... Because I think Isaac has a more structured leadership model. And then you can put everything back to the model and you know okay, how everything works. Hmm. Okay. Okay, interesting. Um, so you have been in Isaac for... Three years. Three years. And uh, the MCVP journey is almost the end, right? Mm. Um, how has... How has this experience shaped you first? This MCVP experience shaped you? Oh, wow. You don't have to give me a long essay, yeah, like maybe just one or... Yeah, a very difficult question. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I still think I haven't got the time to really consolidate my MC experience. Yeah. Which will happen... Which will happen, uh, that's on me. No, uh, I think which will happen after July, after yes, we yes, end yes. everything. I, I, will, I will do it, I will do it, I will do it. Um, I'll do it for everyone. Yeah, and we will also do it for Darren, no worries. <laughs> I need, I need it. I but is there something yeah. on top of your mind that if this experience reshape you? Like how you really persist in challenging environment. Like no one would deny this year is literally the most challenging year. Like we didn't expect this when, when we went on board. Yeah. I still, I was still so excited that we can do a, a lot more exchange and that we are going to break the records, um, motivating my people to really get all the prizes in the global plenary. And then everything hits you hard. So it's about being resilient and being persistent. And also for me myself, it's about how to manage different people, how to lead different people in different ways. Mm. And looking back at this journey, do you feel there's any regret? I won't say they are regrets, but they are things that I can improve on. I don't like the word regret because you that's something you make the you decision. try your best yeah so you shouldn't so regret about your regret. decision right they are just decisions that make made you learn the lesson and the lesson you can like you improve on and then you'll be a better person in the future okay so what's next you're ending your mcvp this year already What's you, next? I'm yeah, going back next? to school. I have to finish my studies. I still have a year. What do you study? Hospitality. Haha. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm a business student, everyone. Though I don't like my major, but. Oh, why? 
I found myself being more passionate in studying social science stuff. Or I, I'm planning to major minor in gender studies, which I like. Like I like stuff in the anthropology aspect. I like okay. culture stuff. I feel that. There's yeah. one time in uh, Sha Tin, I think that was when we were in uh, LC. Like I was LCP, Hilda was LCV, I get it. She just took a course on, uh, I think it's about gender studies. Yeah, I think it's gender and culture, right? Yeah, she, she just kept mentioning about gender stereotype. Yeah, she, I'm an advocator of uh, eliminating gender stereotype. Is there one major gender stereotype that you always see in a society or the people around you? I still think there are a lot of people being homophobic in our society. Hmm. Okay. Um, so you're going back to study, and then you're going to become MCP. I'm completing your sentence. Is that correct? Um. No. Is that correct? Why no? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Please be careful <laughs> when you say next. Yeah, I'm being very careful. I'm yeah. trying to do my best. <laughs> Why not? Organizing no, it's okay. Words. It's a safe space. No one is listening. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we have to leave the space for the new generation. Like um, this organization is breeding leaders through practical experience, right? So you don't have to stay here forever to. Um, challenge yourself. There are a lot more challenges in outside of Isaac. And then after this MCPB term, I am more matured and I learned a lot more about myself, about how to lead people, how to do operations even. So it's time for me to like spread the Isaac spirit to the external world. Mm. Wow, very visionary. Very visionary. So since you touched on that, what is, is there something that you really want to spread to more people? I think embracing diversity is one of them. Like especially in the current situation, apparently we are not embracing diversity enough. And then, yeah. I also want to be a really Isaac leader in the future leadership role so let people know uh, leaders are not just about achieving goals and then done but but like personal development uh, youth empowerment will I think will always be my own passion and I'm excited to contribute to other youth empowerment um, outside of Isaac mm. Okay. So I haven't found a way, but then I will. Yeah, at least you know more about what... what you're, do you think this journey helped you become more aware of your strengths, values, and passion? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I haven't been this self-aware until MC term. It's really a life-changing experience. It's uncomparable with mm. LC experience. Do you agree? I agree. Yeah? I think the intensity is much higher. And from this intense practical experience, you have more introspection. 
into who you are. And I think most of the people still won't know what they really want to pursue as a career in the future, but it's okay because it's normal. It's normal, like mm-hmm. we don't, we are not exposed to a lot of jobs, different kinds of industries. So it's hard for us to pinpoint a certain industry that we want to be in at this mm-hmm. moment. But at least what we can say is we know what are the things that we can utilize and what are the things we like, and that could be a very good criteria for us later on to decide what we want to pursue yeah um okay so you're leaving and do you have some last words for maybe the the the, the not last the last words is like you're dying okay you're leaving touch not wood. dying touch wood uh is there some words for yeah some just encouraging words encourage words of encouragement for the people who are staying here because i i you know, the struggle is a lot of people want to be likable leaders. And and uh, what do you think about this leadership philosophy? Well, yeah. I think being in a leadership role, you have to realize you have the role of making people uncomfortable. Um, giving direct feedback is not for your good, it's for their good, for your people's good. So um, learning uh, how to give direct feedback, giving constructive feedback, it's helping you to grow a person, which is the emphasis of many people here in this organization. Yeah. And my another perspective is remember to appreciate the process, appreciate the, appreciate your team, appreciate everything you are doing because Often we will just focus on the hardship and we will forget the beautiful things going around. Mm. Mm. I, I think a lot of people struggle to, uh, to be the, key to the leader that you exactly described. Like they, they want to be popular, like everyone wants to be popular. Or maybe if someone don't, doesn't want to be popular, at least everyone wants to be uh, accepted, to, to, to fit in. But yeah, as a leader, we have the responsibility to make things happen. And that means at some point you need to create discomfort. Meaning when someone is not achieving what's supposed to be achieved, you need to have that tough conversation. And Uh, of course you have to be a good role model and then let everyone know your standards. Yeah, and of course having tough conversation doesn't mean you need to slam them. Mm -hmm. As if you have no regards for their life. You don't have to do that, but, but that's your responsibility. That's our responsibility as a leader because we are elected not here not to make friends. Of course, friends could be something we can end up with, but that shouldn't be the thing we sign up for. We sign up to carry this organization forward, to make it more like mature, more mature, better, and just just more impactful, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of impactful, like, how do you see uh, incoming global on- incoming global talent? It's no longer <laughs> The entrepreneur is out. Incoming global talent, global teacher, right? So how 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 do you see this product needs to develop? Incoming global talent first, lah. Incoming global teacher, maybe not so much. It's not really the focus of us in Hong Kong. What about incoming global talent? How do you see? I think we have sustainable partners for global teacher because we have a lot of campus partners. Yes. That's why I think I think Hong Kong should still run Global Teacher. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. But it's not the main focus. Mm. For Global Talent, um, I know it's going to be a hard year. 
I mean, it's going to be a hard journey in the coming quarter. Um, so what, what's your question again? <laughs> <laughs> How to develop it, right? Yes. Uh, I think it's good for us to pay more attention in building our brand in the B2B market. Um, so that even though partners may not have resources to hire international talents, we will still have um, exposure. Yes. And then they will come to us when they have the budget, when they have the need. Yes. We cannot close the deal in a single week. It's persistent effort, cons consistent effort. Yes. Uh, yeah, I agree. I see it in two ways. So there's some partners who will really not hire talents next year. So that by B2B engagement, you leave an impression in them. So that when they have that hiring need, they will like when we when you have a need to 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 purchase something, you will have few brands associated in you. And our goal is to make them associate ISET as the like the hiring solution, the talent solutions partner. And for the organization next year who still have interest to hire uh, we want to show them that we are a trustworthy brand mm -hmm. we're a brand that's really sincere in what we do because because when people sell you you normally would have uh, a low level of trust you, you're scared skeptical of whether they're gonna like have a scam on you so having this b2b engagement and adding value to the partners they know we are an organization that they can maybe listen to more. And remember every, everything you do, all your behaviors are representing the organization. So um, like even if you reply the email late, it's already ruining a brand. Yeah. You so have a great impact in our, uh, on our brand. Every small detail matters. Mm. Every small detail matters. Okay, uh, so. Well, this is almost the end of our podcast, and I'm sure just by the amount of uh, complaints I've received so far from this podcast, it's, uh, you're still not answering. Wow, you're doing live, right? Yeah, this is live, apparently. <laughs> so you're, like, people are still very discontent about how you answer the first question. Uh -huh. So I'm going to also make the first question the last question okay. for this podcast. Okay. Why do you love Andrew? Hey, once again, I love all my people. No, that's not gonna. That's not gonna help it. I'm gonna give you another chance. Why do you love Andrew? Hey, come on, everyone listening to this podcast, please know. Although I look serious, or maybe I look scary, but then I like in internally, and in, uh, when you get, get to, know to know me better for a longer time. I'm the loving MCPP. I'm the most caring, like caring person in MCPP. Exactly. Woohoo! And that's the, and that explains why, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you so much, Hilda, and thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. And see you guys next time. Bye bye. See you.